Mouth Breather. What up, Mouth Breather Podcast? What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. This is episode three. Uh, yeah, season two. Yeah, we're just loving it over here. Uh, this is Pat Egan. This is Jim Egan. And uh, tonight we have a very special guest. Uh, his name's John DiNovella. John, say hey. Hey, everybody. John here. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he's here representing uh, a cannabis company uh, called DM. DM Cannabis, that's DM right. DM Cannabis, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool stuff. Uh, I went to school with John back at uh, uh, high school. Go Rita, go. St. Rita. Mustangs, baby. Pray for us. CCL. And uh, we kind of had some pretty cool uh, friendship stuff happening in college, and then you kind of went your separate way, and here you are. Yeah. through Chicago saying, hey. Yeah, I split off from the south side. Um, you know, I turned 20 and i wanted to get out of the house mm. um, as one 20 year old does as one does yes definitely <laughs> had to go find myself um i left in pursuit of the cannabis industry out west so i originally moved to california did some nonprofit work did you really i did i worked for a company called grow for vets okay. so we donated medical marijuana to That's veterans awesome. with ptsd it was cool yeah That's didn't make so any money cool. went broke so right. I but you to, tried. I tried my best. That's that's part of the the whole journey. Exactly. And at that age, you really got nothing to lose. So I did it. And then I ended up moving up to Oregon uh, six months thereafter. Um, I had a cousin that lived in the middle of nowhere. He moved out there to grow pot originally. Nice. And uh, yeah, that was quite the experience. Um, you know, I just wanted to get in the industry in any way that I could. And I just applied to every company that I could find online. And were there a lot out there in Oregon? So many. Yeah. So many. I say there's a lot of companies. It's oversaturated. So, out there. Yeah, because also, basically like, anybody probably... can get a license. Yeah. Oh. Is the same for California? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, West is becoming like the. They they were the pioneers, mm-hmm. and now they're like slowly becoming the uh, like metropolis of marijuana. Well, it's definitely uh, been a part of the culture for a lot longer than it has been. Well, yes, but uh, but I think the reason why it's becoming so oversaturated now is because there was like this big iron boot mm-hmm. on the entire like culture itself. But now that everyone's like free to roam wild, it, mm-hmm. and it's not a bad thing. Oh, but, like you are seeing it like everywhere now, and like it could be for people like John, mm-hmm. it could be a little difficult to like start something if everyone is doing it. So totally, yeah. And if you're not from there. Oh, yeah, no, game over. You got like an outsider, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I basically just, you know, I, uh, well, let me start over. So the the few years that I did go to college, went to community college with Pat Egan. Go to Cyclones, Moraine Valley. Moraine Valley, baby. Yeah, we all went there. (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh, yeah, you graduate from Rita and you go to Moraine. That's business as usual. Yeah, that's about a third of what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Some people are sitting on mom's couch, some people go to Moraine, and other people go to... uh, Western Avenue. Yeah. (laughs) 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 You're not wrong. uh, Yeah. Uh, So when I was there, I was really interested in science. Uh, I think that's where my passion lies is with science, you know, horticulture and botany is something that's always really fascinated with me. Um, and, uh, in Oregon, I just expressed my, my passion and, uh, my intentions with cannabis and, uh, you know, everything that I knew at the time about science and about cannabis and about soils and about where I, I see the industry going and everything, uh, my experience with the industry and, and, you know, how I could play a role in it. Yeah. And I ended up meeting some really good guys. Uh, they were just starting a dispensary, just one small little shop. And they told me that they wanted to launch a farm, launch a delivery service, launch a CBD company. 
and I was very, very fortunate to get hired on and play a role in the development of all of that. Hmm. So we expanded into new markets. We grew really fast, uh, and now we're technically a vertically integrated multi-state operating cannabis company. Oh my God. So I'm that five times fast. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to for a second. I'll pass on that. Dude, that's crazy. Because you're uh, it's in Oregon? Yep. Now it's in Massachusetts? Now we're in Massachusetts, yeah. And now we're looking at Illinois. Um, it's good timing, too. Because I think you weren't you timing. looking over here in a while, or at least talking... Uh, watching Springfield to see what they were doing. Definitely. Definitely keeping close tabs on it. Uh, Michigan was a little bit more progressive oh, than yeah. Illinois in the cannabis it. industry. So I had some family connections out there that were in the medical uh, yeah. industry. And um, yeah, I think that's, it's a really fast growing industry and I'm no, very fortunate sure. to be where I'm at. Um, but ultimately, you know, we just want to make a difference. We just want to make a positive social impact. We want to enrich the communities that we go into we want to offer people an alternative to pharmaceutical drugs that uh, we see are uh, making a, a very uh, negative impact on the way that we treat our sick people. And uh, we see cannabis as a safe and reasonable alternative to those drugs. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's there's a lot of stigma wrapped up in the plant, which is very unfortunate um, because, you know, aside from the psychoactivity that you can get from THC you know, there's so many different benefits and so many different uses of the plant. Um, you know, from cannabis hemp, you can make paper out of it. You can make clothing out of it. Didn't you do a, like a project about hemp in college? Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, seeing I did a the, speech on it. Yeah, how long was that freaking speech? I feel like I so, only like saw a, you in the library. That was, was yeah. It took up a hemp. lot of time for sure. Just on uh, yeah, and I was very passionate at the time, and I think mm, yeah. you know speeches like that in college helped propel me into the industry once I moved out west. Um, but yeah, it was just basically about cannabis hemp and, um, you know, the alternative that it can be to produce paper at scale, to produce oils at scale, to produce animal feeds at scale uh, that have uh, a lower carbon footprint. And that could be a safer and a healthier alternative to a lot of these substances that we use for different industrial commodities, if you may. Yeah, um, I will may. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> cheers buddy yeah no i love it i i, I just uh what i mean what's cool for me is that when i knew you growing up it was just like and and who you who you've become it was just two totally different people you know what definitely I'm yeah and uh it, it's it's really cool to see because like you are super passionate about science and botany and all this awesome stuff and you've really come into your own as like a business developer for this this company that you do seem so passionate about and uh quite frankly you've informed me hmm. about this industry because i just don't know much about it well there's you know there's a lot of uncertainty it's very new it's an mm -hmm. emerging market so not everybody knows anything really um and yeah i think the change that i went through uh was primarily due to cannabis so really? the person that i've become after high school um you know was more was more curious, was more empathetic, you know, was more, um, more passionate, I think, because I started consuming cannabis, like right out of high school, I stopped drinking as much and I started consuming more cannabis. Not that I would promote, you know, the underage usage of, of cannabis. For sure. That's, that's very important to clarify yeah. because there's plenty of studies that indicate it, it slows the development of the human brain. If you're say below 25 years old. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that. That's the that's the number that they usually targeted with, but that's I'm sure a guesstimate. So when you're 25, 
Then you can hit that Once big Once it's your birthday, bomb. yeah, just rip it. Midnight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dabs, dude. Yeah. Straight dabs. Dude. All night. Yeah. <laughs> the cold cake is inedible. <laughs> the frosting. I could, take two of those. I could probably only have, like, a dollop and then just be like, okay, I'm done. Okay. Like, Pat, Patty, you got to go to sleep. I'm tapping out. Yes. That was me this weekend, actually. Yeah. Dope. Unfortunately. Just woke up drilling Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I got to take a break. It's okay. Everything in moderation, dude. Exactly. Totally. That's the key. Um, but yeah, like I said, the you know the transition that you know I think in a lot of people go through that sort of transition out yeah. of high school. You start to mature. You know, you start to get hit with real world problems. Like, how am I going to pay my bills every day? For sure. How am I going to get out of my parents' house? Yeah, man. These are all questions that we face. Not that there's anything wrong with that, of course. But I'm just saying, um, cannabis played a very significant role in that for me. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief. And contrary to the stigma, because it also helped me get into fitness and nutrition. Right. Which also played a very significant role in my development as a person. And you look great. Hey, thanks. You too. No, uh, no I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are beautiful human beings, both no, of you. We try. Yeah, thanks, man. So, and I'll just paint a quick picture before, because uh, unfortunately podcast doesn't give you... Uh, the art of view. Uh, for the, the camera? For those who are thinking, John should. here is uh, in a tie-dye Grateful Dead t-shirt with super baggy pants. Uh, <laughs> with white, a headband and, and some... And white boy dreadlocks. Uh, You're wrong. <laughs> he's in a very nice-looking sport coat. Thank you. A cool. very nice shirt. If I had to guess, was Calvin Klein. Spot on. Yep. And, uh, and a nice pair of jeans. And a gold hey, chain. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, you can't see it, can you? I can. Uh, my mom gave that to me. Shout out to you, mom. I love, you. <laughs> love the mom. Yeah, I love, love the mom. mom. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, no, man, you look. Yeah, you look sharp. It's like it's. It's not. There's no. Yeah. So like, like you're and, not sleeping in a sleeping bag. Yeah. Go to a just, fish. Not concert. taking showers. You not know. Only, like, totally. And that has its place, man. You know, like oh, totally. It's you fish know, was just here. I heard that, <laughs> but they're wonderful. Love fish. Love the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Love that side of the culture too. Of course, they're the the real pioneers. You know, oh, so without a doubt, I could dress like this. I could wear a suit and tie. I still will have respect and admiration for them too. No, for sure. Uh, like the reason why I said that is just because everyone has these pre notions. Oh of yeah. Like, it was, I I shouldn't really say that. It smoking marijuana has become such a societal norm. Yep. It's like it's it's actually hard to find someone who you, doesn't smoke pot at all, who's like, like against it. That is our peers. In the, like, They're outnumbered. The five years. Yeah, yeah. Think about when we were in, or like I guess we were in high school. It was like eight eight years ago, for six mm-hmm. five years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if you knew somebody who smoked pot, it was like, Oof. oh, dude, like can I get some? <laughs> like, <laughs> but well, like, there's also two sides of the coin. There's also yeah. like uh, that guy is. Uh, the guy's smoking, yeah, the devil's lettuce. Yeah, Nothing but like, trouble, that one. You know? <laughs> Stay away from him. Yeah. But as I Stereotypical. like... Stereotypical. Yeah, especially yeah. as I got through college and, like, with Colorado. That was a big one. Uh, You know, legalizing it. Yep. Um, decriminalizing it. Yep. Yes. Uh, Which is huge. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it, it was certainly just... It's such a different uh, yeah. uh, societal norm, as you said. People are coming yeah. out of the closet. Stealing my big words. Hey, guys, I smoke weed, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just let them know. The weed it's, closet. The weed closet. Look, I mean, anything that, you know, it, that you obsess over, anything that you allow to take over your life is an issue. Well, yeah, I mean, like, it's obvious. going kind of back to fitness. Yeah. You see some guys who are maybe going to the gym, like, too much, even yes. like, without any, like, drug enhancements or anything like that but still like you have to put a balance mm-hmm. on everything yes. you know and uh 
you know, and I think one of the big things that is like an issue with like right now, and I think the reason why I I'm a huge advocate for people who want to take marijuana to treat either physical ailments or PTSD because I have both, and it's like because with the pharmaceuticals, yep, it 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 will turn your life upside down. And oh yeah, like it's it's crazy. Um, like for me, after my accident, I was definitely hooked. Mm-hmm. But it was like the least dramatic thing ever. And like, cause you see like these, these specials and mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, like, uh, you know, Debbie is popping pills and it's just like, like she's throwing vases across the room yelling, I don't have a problem and stuff like mm-hmm. that was not me. You uh, were not Debbie. I was not Debbie. <laughs> I was not Debbie pill popper. Yeah. Uh, um, no, but it affected you. No, it did. And like, so I remember telling my, my mom, and I remember telling the doctor, uh, that I'm like, I think I have, I think I have a problem. Yeah. Cause it's like, I'm just like, it's just racing my head all day. Cause what were you, what were you on? Oh like, God. I was on, I was on Percocet, Oxycodone, Dilaudid, Morphine. Um, I wasn't on fentanyl, which that's like a, that is, oh my God, that is like so bad. And what's, was that during, was that during surgeries or was that so during surgeries? And then that was during and post. Yeah. Like during what is the surgeries. Uh, uh, so you were in this accident. Yeah, so I was hit by a car when I was 19. I was walking. Oh, my like, gosh. And my leg was, like, decimated. Oh I've, I've had 14 surgeries. You're walking. I know, yeah. yeah you, crazy, saw walk, right? you saw I him saw walk, walk in. in. Yeah. yeah. It's a miracle. That's yeah, his actual it's leg. It's not a fake leg. It's his, they, they saved his leg. It's all locally grown. <laughs> <laughs> it's organic. It's organic. <laughs> it's organic. Non-GMO. Uh, holy shit. But, uh, so, but what I'm getting at is, like, I remember, like, the doctor being, like, okay, like, kind of, like, Test, like not like testing me but being like so like what makes you think that you like need help and it's mm-hmm. just like they're, they're not saying that to be like we're not going to give it to you but they they have to give you like some sort of like survey you know being right. like like what are your symptoms and i and i replied i used to think about guitar video games and women and now hmm. all i think about are pills and it's oh, like yeah and then he's like oh okay and i'm 19 and it's just like ho- yeah. hormonal freight train you know like right. yes and um so I, uh, I, I, I got weaned off it twice, and uh, yeah, it was just like, it was a nightmare. And right. uh, honestly, the, the withdrawals were so bad that uh, I never had, like, uh, my mom and my dad are both, like, very happy that I never had, like, an issue really afterwards. Hmm. Like, when I was, because in 2015, I was all done. Because it happened in 2012, and then for three years, I was, like, struggling with, like, a lot of stuff. And then 2015, I was... Uh, uh, considered physically okay, and so I don't need any more doctor visits, no more medicine, right. nothing. And then like, uh, I I did like therapy for like a hot minute, and then um, yeah, I just kind of like slowly just start integrating myself back into like a normal kind of world in the the best way I can. So that's an incredible story. I, yeah, and cannabis played a role in this. So yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie, I I've smoked pot and. Um, it's yeah. just, uh, and it's not for something, I, I'm not crazy. First of all, I don't, the act of smoking is horrible. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying. Combusting it plant pl- matter. It, it, yeah, for real. Like, it's burnt, not the best for you. It, yeah, it's like, can all agree. my lymph nodes are like on fire and like, right. it's, totally. it's awful. Um, but, so I have like severe nerve damage and I used to have like a really bad time falling asleep mm-hmm. from the PTSD mm-hmm. and uh, marijuana definitely helped me out uh, whenever I needed it. It was not, um, it, I never overdid it. I'm talking like maybe once, 
maybe twice a month mm-hmm. just like because mm-hmm. most of the time i'm a i'm a firm believer of uh I'm stubborn. I like to do things on my own accord as much as I can with like little help because I'm weird. And it's like, <laughs> if I can't do it on my own, then it's like, then it's not worth doing, you know? So, uh, but there are some days where it's like I could not fall asleep or my leg was just hurting so much from nerve damage that it was just like, mm-hmm. okay, I, I need something. And I refuse to go back to taking opioids. Right. And it's, uh, we could definitely talk about this more. I want to talk more about your company, though. Okay. Uh, because it's like, so our Aunt Mary Ellen is a huge <laughs> advocate for, um, well, so here's the thing. Like, she she was a nurse um, a, a while back, and she believes that people were not, uh, I don't know how to describe this. Basically, people weren't almost given enough opioids or hmm. uh, painkillers really i shouldn't call them all opioids because they're not all opioids most right, of that's them a class though. of pharmaceuticals exactly yeah. yeah so anything that is um morphine morphine's like the most like known mm-hmm. dilaudid fentanyl is considered an opioid Oxycontin. which fentanyl oxycodone yeah, yeah for I, think I had that when i got my wisdom teeth out yeah it's effective no yeah, yeah. they I mean, work and the, the thing is it's like but it's it's definitely destroying american society like the overprescription of these drugs, I think, are, is what's yeah, destroying it's, it's society. Awful. It's because terrible. I don't mean to demonize pharmaceuticals because I truly believe that they serve a purpose. It's I do very too. important. Yeah, but like, very important. Like full circle conversation, mm-hmm. but like everything in moderation. And, yes. I, and I think it's and I think the the war on drugs had such an impact that people were afraid to prescribe marijuana yep. when it's it's like. Um, it's the way I can almost like compare it. It's like you scraped a knee and like they're trying to amputate your leg. When yeah. it's like, no, you just needed a band aid. It's like you didn't need to do something this drastic. Agreed. You know? Yeah. But that's just my like, and There's, for this entire conversation, this is just my opinion. Oh, just of like what I went through. I'm sure there are some people that if, you know, if it wasn't for some of these painkillers, like they would be in so much of a different, you know, kind of like way of life yeah they and save lives exactly definitely yeah if they're used properly oh yeah trust me when i was laying defense. on the ground and my leg was almost off uh yeah I, like, <laughs> I was i wasn't like hey pass me the joint right give me the goddamn <laughs> pills yeah, yeah. for real like, like what are the side effects of these drugs yeah, i don't no, know if i could like, be no like pop you know like <laughs> yeah so you know it, you're right they definitely serve a purpose I, <laughs> yeah but uh i i think the way we distribute them it's um it's it's borderline criminal oh yeah much. Yeah, I mean, when there's profit incentives to overprescribe these to your patients and, you know, your pharmaceutical reps are getting kickbacks from it. Yeah. You know, there's a supply chain involved with pharmaceuticals that goes between the manufacturers, the middlemen and the doctors, and they're all profiting off of it. Um, so how you regulate it, that exactly, uh, I think, is the concern. Um, but to the regulation standpoint, you know, it's um, when you talk about marijuana and what that looks like in uh, medicine and modern medicine. Uh, it's tough because FDA standards, their whole purpose is to make sure that these substances are, are for one, sanitary, and for oh, yeah. two, standardized, and for three, replicatable. Yes. So they want their specific modes of action to be replicated in individuals. Yes. And that's very important to the, the whole entire paradigm of medicine as we know it in the yeah. United States and around the world. Um, and then with cannabis... Um, you know, there's an entire plant matrix that you cannot replicate. It's every genotype is different. Yeah. You know, what affects me might affect you a little bit differently. 
So that's kind of throwing the entire system upside down. No, for sure. And that's why I think it's still a Schedule One drug, and there's still so much resistance from the pharmaceutical industry to legalize cannabis. Yeah. Mm. It's because it has, like, such a snowflake effect on, like, everybody, Mm -hmm. where it's just, like, it doesn't... Because I've met so many people who... um, and like it's perfectly fine that they're mm-hmm. like I I tried pot I hated it mm-hmm. um, I used to be like that when mm-hmm. I was younger um, yeah oh yeah I used to be so against marijuana I was like this is like cause I know because like <laughs> because like <laughs> we were all I, conditioned no and I and I was because like well think about it we for oh God for almost our whole lives we were drilled in our heads like do never ab- n- never ever 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 like yeah <laughs> Don't. lumped in with heroin. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And like, so, and then, you know, you do it and then you realize, you know, and, and it's, it, it was like not fun the first time, but mm-hmm. then like, but then you also just got to kind of what you're saying. It affects everyone differently. Yeah. There's a reason why I only do, I only did it for like once or twice a month. Yeah. Um, it's a one hitter. Yep. And then that's it. I made a, nice. I made, I made a gram last a month. Like that's that, impressive. I know. That's I, I'm yeah. telling you. Did that? I'm telling you. I don't. I only. I only do to take yeah. the edge off. You know. Right, like right. It's, so. It's nothing crazy. But I got friends who are, like, in, a gram a day. Oh yeah, an for eighth sure. a day. That's nuts. Yeah, it's insane. Well, Who's I know Khalifa's a few people who today. use like little like actual blow torches to, to get their shit going. You know. <laughs> Have you ever taken a dab in no. your life? It's pretty extreme. No. <laughs> it is. It was awful. It's crazy. <laughs> it was so bad. You, yeah, you need to be a connoisseur of cannabis, to say the least, to wow. enjoy a dab because it's, you know, with flour. I mean, it's anywhere from, say, fifteen, uh, twenty to thirty percent THC in some cases, uh, and then with the dabs, which are concentrated cannabis oils of upwards to eighty to ninety percent THC. <laughs> It just blows your mind. Wow. One Where do you hit. Go for a it's, bit? it's no <laughs> it's no body high. It's all mental. It's very cerebral. Which it's like so that's um basically it was like in a weird time in me and my like uh like mid college years and like my, mm-hmm. my friends were just doing it and it was a classic peer pressure scheme mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And like I I definitely benefit more from the physical ex, uh, mm-hmm. aspects mm-hmm. than the mental. So like it just sucked because I was just like zonked and I was like, this is awful. And then like, I'm still like not feeling like good benefits of what I wanted, right. which you normally get from it's CBD. Over the top. Oh, definitely. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I hated it. But, <laughs> um, what are you going to do? I've gone through a period where I was doing dabs for like a month. Um, and in, in my position, I was able to acquire samples for R and D. So, you know, if, if you're managing an inventory, you want to know exactly what you're putting on your shelves oh, and what your consumers are consuming. So uh, I've definitely had my fair share of dabs. Hey, John, have at it, boy. Hey, here you go. Sell our products. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I've had everything. Everything from um, just flour to edibles to vape carts uh, to shatter to butter to diamonds to terp sauce. And are you still Which talking is- about just... Cannabis. These are different. Yeah, these are different cannabis products. What the fuck is terp crazy? sauce? Terp sauce? What the fuck is terp sauce? Terp I, feel, sauce? I feel like that's a football player in the locker room that <laughs> just scored real. the winning. Terp sauce! Yo, terp sauce! Let's get terpy. It's definitely like a new Terpy and derpy. Terpy derpy. That's the uh, it's the pinnacle of where the marijuana industry is at as far as like product innovation because terpenes are chemicals in plants that are responsible for their flavor and their aroma. 
So you've got like certain cannabis terpenes that are ubiquitous in nature um, that share common ancestors. Um, you know, you have like D-lemonine. It's this. It's responsible for the sweet-smelling cannabis strains. That's uh, also a, a terpene that's abundant in in lemons and limes, all the citrus fruits. So it's like a weird. You're right. Like common ancestor. Like oh yeah. Like like There's the weird, the weird little terpenes. squirrel monkey that that brings us all together as man. That's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go yeah, with he's that. He's got a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. Nice metaphor. <laughs> There's. <laughs> There's, uh, there's over a hundred different terpenes, uh, that have been discovered and they're starting to, um, you know, test cannabis. That's one of the brilliant things. And one of the great progressions of the cannabis industry, um, going legal is that you can lab test these products and, uh, identify which terpenes are in the, in the products. And, you know, terpenes, uh, play a role in the psychoactivity, uh, in, in the flowers and, Back to your terp sauce question, it's an extraction, so it's an oil okay. that you can add to your bowl or to your dab, and it enhances the psychoactive, uh, the psychoactivity very significantly. So really? it's a smell. Borderline psychedelic. Really? It, it's, it is mind-blowing. How long does that last? Hours. I, w- like- I was literally staring inside my eyeballs in the mirror for like a half hour at the gym before, right after I took a rip of a bowl with some fuck? terp sauce on it. I'm like, I'm, John, how's the workout? <laughs> I'm busy, Steve. You're just, you're just <laughs> the water fountain is just on, but like you're not even drinking. You're like, <laughs> I was blown away. I'm like, I'm really in this bitch. Like, there's my soul. Like I'm looking at my own soul in the mirror, like, tripping John, off these John, why are you licking terpenes. your palms? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what it's all about. No, that's weird. That's cool. Do you, yeah. I, I can't even like begin to like pinpoint where a scientist was like, Hey, you know, you know, those, uh, you know, that chemical that makes plants smell. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah. And I'm, he's like, oh, I took it out mm-hmm. and, uh, now you trip. Yeah. And it's, he's like, Bobby, what'd you do? And it's like, no, I, I did something today. <laughs> and it's like, I'm trying if I had a guess and I don't know how it works, I'm not mm-hmm. a scientist, but I do stay at a holiday inn. And um, I <laughs> thanks dad for that joke. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, I'm so sorry for all the pot talk. My dad oh, no. is not a fan of the marijuana. Neither okay. is my mother. So sorry. But anyway, um, uh, I'm trying, if I had to guess, um, because like sense of smell mm-hmm. is one of the most like intense mm-hmm. senses we have as humans. Oh yeah. Oh, and, for I, sure. and I'm, and I'm, curious as to like maybe i don't know if that plays a part you know why it's so intense well i think that's a an interesting way to go because you know they say the nose knows if you smell a strain that resonates well with you there's a good chance that you're going to enjoy the effects of it sure versus something that's just like that smells like a foot you know you're going to get high from it and you'll get paranoid you know, like it's it's not gonna vibe well with you. I can't you. tie yeah. my shoes anymore. <laughs> You'll struggle. I am a foot. <laughs> Just a giant toe. <laughs> oh, somebody's clipping me. Oh my god. Um, that's exactly right, though. No, but uh, no, that's really interesting, though. So I was reading about oh, Pat. Do you have anything? I'm sorry. I feel like I just totally hijacked the conversation. No, no, no. no. It's second. cool. I mean, you're at the. I'm. I'm curious myself. So mm-hmm. I was just listening to you, uh, Gab. You know, back and yeah. forth about uh, 
about the uh, the old pot. So um, mm-hmm. the old pot. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the cannabis, the cannabis, mm-hmm. if you will. Cannabisia. Yeah. Um, no, we guess. Uh, I guess I had a question for you. Kind of. Yeah. Sure. Best of both worlds. I wanted to dive deep into your personal situation that you got going on as well. Go for it. As your business. So, like, I mean, what was it for you, like, that that made you? I guess that enlightened you to like pursue this. There's a big one. Because. Um, when I knew you as, as like a like you know fifteen year old boy, yeah, just child making jokes, getting a little bit of trouble, a lot riling people up, yeah. But ultimately, like I knew you were like a good person, hmm. because I didn't know like, that. well, like a lot of my <laughs> friends were friends with you, and I was like, I don't get it. They're like, no, no, like he's he's good, like like Eric, you know, Eric Landstrom and oh, Alex yeah. Lusky and, and like Richie oh, yeah. Hulahan, all those guys. Oh yeah, those are my boys. And uh, you know, they they always stuck your their neck out for you, and like Definitely. I. I trust them. And it wasn't, it just wasn't until later that I was like, Oh my God, John is a great guy. So, and if this is like the, like the, the linchpin of the transformation that mm-hmm. is you, I just was, mm-hmm. I was just curious, like, what was it for you? Man. Well, right back at you, buddy. You're an amazing human being and I love you. Thanks man. Um, I would say the impact that it had on cancer patients. So my cousin was making RSO out of his basement which is essentially it's called Rick Simpson oil. It's a full spectrum whole plant extract mm-hmm. of very high THC potency strains okay. um, that he's been growing for 10 years. You know, he learned how to make this oil from somebody out in Oregon and he treated cancer patients with it. And this is your cousin? This is my cousin. Okay. And, uh, you know, seeing that, seeing the, um, the benefits that it had on, on those patients, um, which I won't name any names or go into the extent of which, but it was very significant and that played a major role, a major role because I was just like you. I didn't, I I never smoked weed. I thought losers got high, you know, all that stereotypical bullshit. For sure. And they still can. Oh yeah. No, no. There's plenty of asshole and smoke weed. Yeah. And I don't think you're a better person. Right. (laughs) Very, very important to clarify. Um, but that was like the main thing that, that propelled me. To do more research, to Dude, open my, oh my mind. Oh my god, you're like Mr. Research. Oh uh, yeah, I love learning. Holy shit. Like, I, I've never seen somebody who like just didn't do research, no offense. But like, yeah, and no, then no, just, no, it's spot on. But then like did all the research. It's curiosity, man. And what's fucking like... cool that you just like turned around and was like, dude, like you, these books are like 500 pages. You remember like the textbooks in like school? They were giant. They were the size of your torso <laughs> yeah. with like lime green covers, and it was like science. Of course, dude, yeah. you had like a book on you all the time with like a jug of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were that guy. I was that you? guy for a little bit. God I was taking damn creatine, it. bro. Oh, <laughs> but I was just. Like, you always have to end it with bro. Like totally, like it was bro. just. It was just cool to see you. <laughs> yeah, like just so passionate about something and like yeah. about learning and just and being curious and that stuff was super cool. Yeah, I mean, we all have our, our strengths and our weaknesses. You know, I wish I had, like, a more creative side to me like you do. You know, like you What are got, you talking about? Like, you've got the <laughs> the artistic, the musical, uh, like, side of your brain just lit always. And, yeah. and that's something that I lack. Um, but I replace that with, um, with learning, with curiosity, uh, and with competition. Like, I love 
anything competitive, whether that's ping pong or chess or Call of Duty or basketball or anything. <laughs> I just love to compete. Um, everybody's different. You know, we all have different personalities and we're just trying to navigate the space together and, you know, I'll be friends. I love that. I take that. <laughs> Except I get over competitive as fuck. And if you beat so me, you're I. not my friend. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Balance. Yeah, right? No, yes. I'm joking. I don't, I don't think I'm that competitive. I, I have the potential no, to. No, not at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm more competitive than you. <laughs> <laughs> Step up. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Um, no, but, dude, that's, uh, that's very powerful stuff. Um, especially, like, so... I'm I'm also not going to name any names, but I had someone in my life who was going through cancer mm-hmm. and uh it, it took a lot it took a lot of a uh, lot of balls, but uh mm-hmm. he came up to me and he was just like, "Hey, do you know like anyone who, you know, sells pot?" And I'm just yeah. kind of like, "Yes. Mm-hmm. Let me talk to them really fast." And mm-hmm. then like I helped him out a little bit, but like it's so dumb that like this and, like I he's a grown man. Right. And it's like he has to he has ask this this it. young younger guy. Too. It's yeah. like no, you should just be able to go to Walgreens, yep. be like, give me some Alabama Thunderfuck, and then like, <laughs> and I think just it's Alaska, yeah. Alaskan Thunderfuck. Damn it! it but uh, close, <laughs> but uh, is that a real? That's a yeah, that's a weed strain. Oh my Alaskan goodness! Yeah, There's give some me some other. Bigfoot's revenge. You yeah. know, I want Snoop's dream. I want I want purple punch. I want a storm. <laughs> <laughs> just a, <laughs> that's really funny stormtrooper stormtrooper spoon us. spoon yeah. session you know yeah uh i'm joking the ones i'm saying are fake the ones he's saying are probably real it goes we should do a goes. game where he's got a guess that would be it's so endless. funny oh my god Start. by the end of this we should, we should you guys should like mental notes get ready Oh, I can and then get, test me because I know nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, we should do that, that later. Might be funny. That'd be really funny. Just could keep that in the Yeah, of course. It's impossible. To no, keep but up with uh, thousands of them. I know. Well, so really fast on that. Well, and by the way, that was basically the end of my story. It's just like I think it's stupid that he it hit. Come to you. He, yeah, like I'm some weird dude in a trench coat not selling watches. You know, it's just like. Right. Um. So. I'm good. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's why you want legalization. You know, you want a regulated market. You want professionals that are making sure that the the quality of their products are controlled that everything is lab tested and that we know that there's no pesticides residual solvents any heavy metals and any or of just the products. really like some fucked up shit because yeah. and that's like could be poison you yeah don't know what for you're real doing. you could be you could be like laced with i mean isn't isn't like a um like i mean going back even like on fentanyl it's yes. like like there, there are there are there are straight there are people who are putting fentanyl yes. in marijuana it's evil, and, it, and it's seriously like fucked up. It's like it's worse. It's it's the razor and the apple on Halloween. You know, it's yeah. Like, that is a great Jimmy metaphor. Yeah, it's just spot on. So, um, I don't know. It's it's really fucked it up. It is fucked up. And like people are complaining. Like once it's legalized, they're like it's gonna mm-hmm. be so expensive. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be expensive. But, but you like, know what you're getting. But like you know, you they will give you a rep sheet of what the fuck is in there, exactly. and you will not be withheld any info. Exactly. Which like you can't even go to McDonald's and fucking do that. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> wow, spot on, dude. dude Jimmy's on a time. Dude, I this is like my shit, and <laughs> it's like. Yeah. It's just like I think it's bogus, you know, and it's yeah. like I can't believe that you're right. Like half of us have to stay in the fucking closet half the time. Mm-hmm. And also, I just got off work, 
and I just had to deal with an annoying person, so mm-hmm. I'm a little fired up right now. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that's the retail life. This joint. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, that's, and you know, to bring value to your listeners, anybody that smokes weed and buys it on the on the black market, if you're getting that stuff from California. You really shouldn't. If you're buying black market weed from California, you have no idea what you're getting. And I say that because there's a surplus of product on the black market in Northern California. That's like the hub of cultivation for for cannabis because of, you know, the climate zone, the soil, everything just makes sense to grow weed there. But these are outlaws that I can guarantee you are spraying their product with chemicals so then they can achieve higher yields. And they don't care about your health. They do not care about public safety, and it could be very detrimental to well, your Well, like, think about it. These guys have to compete with the government yes. to, to still have a business. Exactly. And so, yeah, of course, they're going to like, like, all right, what, what can we do to, to get more profit? We got to yep. make sure that this can grow twice as fast, yep. twice as potent, twice as everything, yep. but that's you're stepping outside natural bounds, and that's fucked up. And you're yeah. killing bugs with these insecticides that are nervous system depressants. Yeah. We have nervous systems. Uh, you should protect your nervous system as much as you can, and you know they're disconnected from the end consumer. They don't. They're shipping it to to Kansas and Illinois and Indiana. These states that the bees of California have no business with the stoner in Kansas, and we should not fucking kill them. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Yeah. Oh my God. We're all gonna fucking die. <laughs> yeah. I'm so nervous, dude. The, the bees are dying. <laughs> yeah, that's neonicotinoid insecticides dude, are causing col- uh, what's it called? Colony collapse disorder yep. in honeybee populations. Yeah, it's terrible. What? That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. They pollinate like up. a quarter, a third of our food crops. It's pretty important. By the way, I was a sucker and I bought the honey nut Cheerios seeds to plant in your backyard to repopulate some bees. <laughs> The thing is, though, hmm. we live in the fucking Midwest, and I don't think that Honey Nut Cheerios took into <laughs> consideration that these seeds will probably help everywhere because they fucking won't. Because I yeah. don't think a bee in California and a bee in Illinois like to eat the same fucking flower. They definitely do not. So, like, <laughs> no, they do not. That's the bees here like bizarre. roast beef sandwiches, and the California bees <laughs> like fish tacos. <laughs> Spot on, yeah. metaphor. That's great. <laughs> It's interesting. Uh, no, but like it's, I could also totally go into talking about how bees are dying because that's been a worried. Th- they're breeding them. You know, I know, and there like, are scientists that are on that. They're helping. Sure. They're trying to do it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it is concerning. But we're not gonna. Haven't the bees been dying for a while now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, but it's, like it's it's getting more and more rapid. Great. Here's the thing. So, I had a professor tell me this when I was taking agronomy. Uh, there's no such thing as sustainable agriculture. You're always taking from the land, and you're always... Oh, without doubt. You know, like the idea of tillage, which is where you uh, you drag these machines across the surface of the soil to create, uh, you know, the soil planting uh, lines, for lack of a better term. Sure, I know. Um, what you, I can visualize that. You can that. visualize that, of course. Uh, it, it's it helps. a stereotypical farmland that you always yeah. see. Go to Indiana. Yeah, or <laughs> anywhere outside of yeah, city real. limits of Chicago. Sure. And that's... Um, you know they're doing it to control weeds and they're doing it to um, grow fresh more crops. Soil, you know, like yeah. But what it does over a long period of time is it degrades soil organic matter and increases erosion rates, and it's just and absolutely you get dry terrible. soil eventually. Yeah, and then the soil's infertile, and you can't grow anything there. And you get a dust bowl 2.0 on your fucking hands. Spot on, cause oh. and effect. 
Dude, I've done the research yeah. on this shit. No, he's right. Yeah. So I companies, not. companies, produce, <laughs> companies produce these herbicides that control weeds that have allowed um, tillage Monsanto? rates Is that to Monsanto? go down. They're one of well, it's Bayer now. Okay. Uh, Bayer merged with Monsanto, but there's also like Dupont Pioneer, Syngenta. There's a few other multinational. To be fair, they are space. evil, but we shouldn't. And like, I'm not going to get into it. We should not be afraid of GMOs. Everything is a GMO. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, everything your Labradoodle is a GMO. Yes. Congratulations. We're GMOs. We are GMOs. <laughs> well, do you think Doritos that, are GMOs? Oh, do you think? Yes. Oh, well, a lot of GMOs. <laughs> I know. They're like the they to rhyme It's a collection. They're of the pinnacle of GMOs. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. Do you think there's any? Do you think that? Seedless grapes exist in nature, or seedless that makes no watermelon. Sense. No, about, there's no. How about cobless corn? Doesn't happen. Wait, what? I, I don't think that actually exists. Let's <laughs> say, like, but, so they don't just like appear, like, corn. like, you know, like, <laughs> someone just pooped it out. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, people do poop out fucking corn. And oh, stop! What is that? Yeah. <laughs> Why does my stomach have a hard time digesting oh this? Why does everybody's stomach have a hard time digesting corn? That's I don't weird. know. Monsanto, man. Oh, Monsanto, why? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, not to get too off topic. No. But I agree with you. Not all GMOs are bad. I think uh, we should embrace science and something that uh, allows us to feed people uh, on a very small amount of land proportionate to... Um, you know, the land mass on Earth, a very small percentage, something like 7 to 10% is actually fertile enough for mass-scale agriculture. So to be able to utilize that small percentage of land to feed 7 billion people on Earth is quite the undertaking. We need to embrace science. Of course. That's awesome. And I, you know, I really look at um, Kristen and my dad, and I give them salutes because they have a garden, which that's just like first steps, man. It's awesome. You know, it's like... It's like if you really want to help out, then mm-hmm. just start planting your own stuff. It's yep. like it's in like and you take pride in it, and it's like it tastes better. It it does like for, for some reason. reason. <laughs> do you just like do you buy the seeds to start growing that? Yeah, of course. You I mean, or, I mean, you I could do, buy planters too that are like exactly like yay big. Where do you buy that at? There's probably. Stores, I mean, yeah. Man. I mean, yeah, uh, I think Mariano's even probably has something to I'm trying to think around here. Um, what's that, uh, what's that grocery store in EP that's really big on 95th? You know what Probably I'm Mariano's about? or Whole Foods? Pete's Market. Pete's, Pete's Market. Market. Pete's yeah, Market. they definitely got stuff. Pete's Market's legit. Yeah. All right. That place They're about is fantastic. That. Go visit Pete. Yeah, give him a call. market. <laughs> okay, get a hey, nice market, Pete. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks! <laughs> um, got a wheelbarrow full of, like, market stuff. Yeah. No, but, uh. I like my, that, though. Have you ever heard of permaculture? Uh, No. So I probably have. I just probably do not remember it. Everybody should be doing permaculture, what or at least it? something that's close to it. Uh, obviously, everybody can't. Um, but it's basically a self-sustaining ecosystem on your land um, that is a, a biologically diverse array of different uh, legumes, fruits, vegetables. Um, you know, everything is self-sustaining, and in theory, should be able to help you feed your entire family without going to the grocery store. That's awesome. Can we also just say, my new favorite word now is legume. Oh, dude, dude don't legume. Get me legume is like the best word I've what heard is all a day. Legume? Is it like a lot? Can of I? Thing? Can I guess? Can I guess what a legume is? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna guess that that is a type of squash. 
Mm-mm. of some kind. No, it's not. That's yeah. a gourd. I'm a fucking moron. Gourd. That's my second favorite. Dude, gourd one. is good. What's <laughs> airfine? What's a legume? Gooms are like, uh, you know, nuts, beans, oh. things like that. That's like, nuts. Yeah, that's nuts. No! Eh? <laughs> <laughs> he so kicked like, me in my legumes. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. That's nice. That's Comedy at its fine. <laughs> yeah. Spot on. It's, uh, but they are, I mean, they're a superfood. They're your, it's, uh, you know, nature's gift when it comes to the full essential amino acid profile that we need to, um, use as cellular growth devices essentially um that probably didn't make sense for any of the scientists out there but i know that legumes are i'm very nodding important. my head like i know oh, yeah things. totally yeah totally look so right so right dude Agreed. aminos oh 100 profiles for sure bro that's that thing you put in water and make it change color right oh <laughs> fuck that's mio god damn it. <laughs> yeah i'm a total bro this is my bro science but i will say that bro science it's bro science for dude, sure dude i love bro. it that's Dude, so awesome. Spot on. But yeah, no, you should eat legumes with every meal. They're really important. Now, Billy, you can't have your dessert before you eat your legumes. Mm-hmm. Eat your beans, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, dude, that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. Permaculture, man. I I dig it. Now, have you ever heard of um? Oh God, I always forget the name of it. But we've been doing it for potatoes forever we've been cloning potatoes idaho potatoes yeah so apparently in some places that like with mcdonald's uh, the french fries that you ate mm-hmm. maybe like a year ago and the, or the one that you got today are the exact same french fry to like the like it's it's like they clone the mm-hmm. potato mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, they do it by uh it's like it's like an ancient way of like you while the while the plant because it also with apples so when, when people came to America, they're like, we can plant apples. The only thing is, if you have a red apple and you plant the seeds, you're not going to get a red apple. You can, but, like, you're probably not going to get a red apple. That's right. You're going to get something weird. And there's, like, a whole, like, 70% of apples you can't eat or you shouldn't or it tastes like crap. That's so, right. like, what they started doing, though, is they took the – while it's growing, if it, if it, like, you know, if it started growing, they would cut into the stem and they would take a red apple and they would tie it. To like it's like open skin on open mm-hmm. skin grafting grafting yeah so they yep. would start grafting mm-hmm. and then that DNA would transfer while it's growing and create a clone mm-hmm. of that apple we've been right. doing it forever it's called what? asexual reproduction yes asexual reproduction yeah, they so, do it in the marijuana industry all the time yeah so dude what, that is did, crazy. Jo- did Johnny Appleseed just figure that out yeah right somebody did <laughs> hey guys it's really <laughs> I don't know how Johnny Appleseed sounded <laughs> howdy y'all I'm gonna um, take this hand and this hand here gonna... and we're just gonna mash them we're gonna take this red <laughs> apple and we're gonna take this stem and we're just gonna make a crop we're in a time together <laughs> how gonna... the... who thought of that I know right, right. Like, that's, that's, what... it's very bizarre because they literally like use rope and twine know, to tie like, them it, together yeah, it's like crazy. it's super archaic it looks it works. really weird but yeah. like it worked and uh so what they've been doing with potatoes is because once again like with the apple thing for your french fry there's only like maybe one or two types of potatoes that are big enough to yield a full fry that yep. we love a and french a french Goodness. yeah and it's the idaho potato so what they started doing is that they started cloning these potatoes for a long time so chances are the potato that like the french fry that you ate is almost the same potato, the same French fry 
you had previously. Hmm. Like you're eating the same fry again. Genetically speaking. Genetically speaking. Oh, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Totally. So, um, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and it's the same thing Everything with Everything else you said yeah. kind of got me lost. No, but no, like, no, it's, it's more fun to, to <laughs> word it like that. But so there's an issue, though, and it's all had to do with disease. And it's yeah. like, so if one, if, if we've been like asexually cloning these potatoes, if so say Bob got cloned a million times. Yeah. Bob is very susceptible to herpes. Mm-hmm. Say Bob got herpes. Mm-hmm. Bob can easily transfer his herpes to all the other Bobs. Yes. So now all the Bobs have herpes. Because that disease, because <laughs> that herpes disease, so to speak, is resistant to that genome's immune system. Yes. That's the idea. So it's like, same thing with like... <laughs> you are really leaning into his metaphors tonight. <laughs> no, no, one, no, one no one does it. I know. He's genius. I he's know. right. I'm serious. Know. He but gets it. It's just awesome because he sometimes he says these things and they fly over people's heads. And you've just been like, dude, you're exactly right. He's spot on. I just I love lying. it. I told you, everyone. It is, it's painting a very clear... He, he was up to something. He, he knew what he was going at. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh no, it's the same thing with cannabis. So like, you know, there's a few different ways to um to replicate or to breed cannabis. You know, you can do it sexually, which is just through your oh. standard. Ooh, hey, <laughs> through your Did seed you production. <laughs> okay, wait, hold the phone. Hold who, on. Who, wait, I just thought of this. Wait, who? What name did I just give a stupid example for herpes? Bob. Did Bob. I say Bob? Yeah, yeah, you did. I thought I said John for a second. I don't know why. I'm like. No, oh I'm so God. glad you didn't. I know. I'd be like really embarrassed if I like gave like this fake dude and just okay. <laughs> no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we're in the I just clear, like crap man. my pants for like a second. I'm I felt glad. like I full blown insulted. You. <laughs> You're like, hey, sure. Hey, like, Hello, world. I have herpes. Oh no. Oh God. <laughs> he does not have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> or does he? Oh good my lord. God. Anyway, Dude, what we're I'm, talking well, about. First of all, statistics on herpes are actually quite alarming. It's like a four lot out of five people. people. Yeah, a lot. Wait, what? I think it's like one out of five. But Hold on. Which Wait, is still we a lot have to put a pause on that because I want to figure out how Well, there's different viruses of herpes. There's like herpes simplex one, herpes simplex two. How do you know this? Because I do my research. Books, Books yeah. Books. It, dude, Books, STDs, dude. STDs uh, are a big deal, man. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be careful. Can you just take somebody's word? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Back in 1608. <laughs> oh my God, no. Hey, you don't Back have herpes, right? All right. All right, cool. Hey, not now. Here you go. <laughs> Why does your dick look like a cactus? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm joking. If you have, if you're That's someone awesome. with herpes, your dick probably doesn't look like a cactus. No, I'm you're, sorry. you're a human too, and we love you. Yes. Um, but stay away from <laughs> Get away from me. I'm joking. I'm so, so cold, bro. I'm so sorry. That's it's hilarious. a joke. It's Your just a joke. Your lips are oozing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ouch. What were we talking about? Cloning. Wait, wait, like sorry, sexual and yeah. asexual reproduction of cannabis plants. Yes. So... And uh, you said like that goes along. You're about to explain why that goes along with, especially like with like disease. Yeah. Well, especially in the supply chain. And in, uh, if you're trying to produce cannabis on a mass scale, you know, you can grow it by seed uh, and that's called sexual reproduction. Um, cannabis is a imperfect plant. So it requires both the male and the female versus there are what's called perfect plants um, that have both sexual reproductive organs on it on the plant itself Hmm. cannabis is not like that it it requires both the male and the female um so if you want to produce something by seed uh you can do that uh, but it'll take longer significantly longer than if you were to say clone um, from a mother plant 
which is <sighs> asexual reproduction, which is where you simply just cut off a stem cutting and you root it. And essentially, like, this leaf and its stem completely reverts its hormones to go from vegetation, vegetative growth, where it's trying to grow upwards and then eventually produce flowers, to instead produce roots, which is, like, a really big deal in plant biology to do this properly. Um, But essentially, growers and cannabis have mastered that process, and they're able to uh, cut the life cycle um, by, like, a month or so. And in doing so, you're you're taking a genetic replication of the mother plant. So, you know, they'll grow, growers will grow like, so you have a room, you'll grow like a hundred uh, vegetating mother plants, mm. and then you'll select like the best 10, and then you'll draw clones from those best 10. Wow. And then you'll draw Dude, clones from those clones. Dude, po- botanist, botanist. Podcast, <laughs> name it. Let's do that. I like that. Yeah, hashtag, get that hashtag going. We're going to get Head the hashtag going. Let's do this again. You should. <laughs> Dude, like you you can easily make a podcast on this stuff. You clearly know Dude, enough. I love it. I oh love God. talking so about it. And, and I love podcasts. I love, I love what you guys you, are doing. I love watching you talk. I love what you guys are doing. I love watching <laughs> your mouth move. This is such a pleasure, honestly, yeah. you guys. Are you having fun? Are we, are we, we still want to go? Are we? Yeah, we still got some time. I still want to do the I'm po- having fun. I, I want to do the Me pod too. game. This is great. Okay, cool. I did want to get a little. I wanted to ask you a couple things about health yeah, and fitness. Yeah, we should do that at the end. That I sounds good. We'll do a, the, the pot game. The pot game. Okay. Strains. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Who's gonna win? No. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna say names. Okay. And I'm gonna guess if it's which real, ones are real. If it's real or not. Oh, that's genius. Yeah, I thought of it like <laughs> that's I don't genius. Know, yeah. So Pat's a genius. I'm a genius. You're clearly a genius. We, this is the smartest <laughs> podcast uh, on the internet right now. It's a good yeah. joke. Yeah. Hashtag potness botanist. Anyway, let's do it. <laughs> Uh, so, so John, I mean, like, and, and along with cannabis, uh, y- I mean, for me, it's like you've always appeared to be like a, like a, you know, like an in shape guy, like a, like a, like a, like a not unhealthy guy. Hmm. But when I saw you in college, after not seeing you for like maybe a year or two, mm-hmm. dude, you grew, you grew like a bunch of inches, mm-hmm. and then you just got like really strong, but like nice, like you were a mm-hmm. nice guy, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's like here's what happened. You became emotionally strong and, I, and oh, well, very physically I'm strong. Flattered. I mean, John, I don't I'm know if you know this. I'm I flattered. became like super depressed, and I was like, I've gained so much weight in college. I was eating cheeseburgers at 10 a.m. So easy to do, man. Oh my god, they're like three bucks, it's and like you're the not. Environment of food. You have no bills, so you're buying food. It's the environment of food. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I just was like, wow, I've gained all this weight. Like I hate myself, so I'm gonna get back on the horse, and the horse was not having it. So I was at the gym, and I remember I was looking in the mirror, just like, oh, man, what am I going to do? And, dude, you like walked in the locker room. You're like, dude, Pat, what's going on? I was like, hey, John, I haven't seen awesome. you in a couple of years. How are you? Yeah. Like, is, that, is that how you approached him? No, he like, approached me. Hey, John. Yeah. Well, like, well, it, I was a huge jag off in high school, and Pat's uh, any, uh, you know, I mean, I was a jerk. I'll just leave it at that. And then, Did I you mean, play water polo? No. I did not. Okay. I had his water polo coach as a teacher, which was awesome. Cool. Yeah, shout outs to you, buddy. Nibs. Mr. Nibs. The best. Mr. Nibs. Um, yeah, a, I mean, but like, train? we just, we weren't like buddies or anything in high school. We I knew acquaintances. him. He were friends of friends. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of it. Yeah, yeah. And so he comes up to me and like, dude, how are you? Like, he was genuinely excited. Like, and I could see it in your face. I was like, you were genuinely excited oh, yeah. to see me. And I was like, hey, dude, what's, what's your, what's the game here? Like, <laughs> and you were genuinely just like, dude, if you need any help, like, at all with totally. working out, let me know. 
and I like, I just, I don't know, I really heard you that night because I thought about it for a couple of days and I saw you at the library yeah. with your water and your science books. Yeah, well, I was going through my own transition at that time, you know. Um, results are very addictive and I wanted to express everything that I learned to everybody around me. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you were always such a good person and somebody that I always respected. Thanks, man. Even if I didn't display that with my character at the time. Um, you're definitely uh, a very lovable and kind human being. So, of course. I'm God, it sounds like coming from dude, this, Jesus, this I'm crying over just here. Saying, guys. No, I'm just feeling <laughs> I'm the just love. Saying. But, uh, is, I mean, I, you, 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 you took me under your wing and was essentially like, like, this is what he did. He's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to work out yep. today. And mm-hmm. then tomorrow, like, he's like, what time, what time during the week can you come with me to, like, Whole Foods? I was like, what? Whole Foods? Like, yeah, I'm going to show you what to eat, what not to eat. Yes. What brands to avoid. Mm-hmm. And we like literally walked in a supermarket for 20 minutes. Yeah. He's like, hey, can you pronounce this on the back of like fucking <laughs> peanut butter? And I was like, oh, I don't know. He's like, okay, so maybe eat this one. <laughs> and that like, is so fucking awesome. <laughs> it was crazy. And uh, we're back really fast. Sorry about that. We had a little technical difficulty. My fault. It's okay. No, it's not your fault. Stop Shit crying. Happens. It's <laughs> oh gosh, it's a mess so everywhere. No, it's all good. Uh, we accidentally unplugged the uh, the, the new Focusrite One Hi <laughs> with super duper awesome latency fixing issues. And Focusrite, please sponsor. Us. <laughs> Do you guys so, have sponsors? No, we should God. totally get some. We sponsors. that's the plan. But let me wrap this up real quick. Okay, yeah, go for it. Um. So yeah, dude, we were sitting there in the in the aisles of the of uh Mariano's, we were in Mariano's, yeah, going through stuff, and you were just showing me what to eat and not eat, and it was very cool because th- I mean that's when I knew I was like, oh, this guy's like he's like seriously changed, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. you met me up like once, twice a week, and we would just like shoot the shit, work out, definitely, and not and that's what made it fun. Highly suggest like working out with people, like oh yeah, because like instead of like oh I'm just gonna go for 50 minutes, get in, get out, do mm-hmm. my the rest of my day, it was like. This guy will push oh, oh, you. I'm going to go to the gym. This guy's going to push me. Yeah. And we're just going to like, you know, we're going to go at our own pace. And like, but we're going to go like when we're gone. <clears throat> it was very exactly. helpful. And yes. it, it did inspire me. And, it, and honestly, I did get addicted to like, I wanted those to, to see results. Yeah. And I, I, that was probably my best run of like working out, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. was uh, working out with you and, and just because you'd introduce me to all your friends. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Like just like the people you'd work out with had... Ed Moraine, the people oh, yeah. you had known. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so even when you weren't there, I saw them. Like, oh, what's up? Like, what are you doing? Can I do what you're doing? Can you show me? That's amazing. And it was awesome. It was very it's inspiring. And, uh, and I just knew that from that point, in, it was like, yeah, dude, John's a good guy. Thank you, Pat. And yeah, man, I mean, I'm still always here to help. Oh, totally. I mean, I mean this, I think we're just getting started. You know, I'm, I'm trying to move back here. Are you really? I really am. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, well, Illinois just legalized cannabis, so yeah. the opportunity. So there's like a huge reason for you. Yeah, the to opportunity come back. Yeah, has presented definitely itself. Definitely not me working out and hanging out in the peanut butter aisle, but but, uh, <laughs> but podcasts. Yeah, yeah. do lots of podcasts, um, and you know I think uh, with the with the working out, it's it's all mental. You know, oh, like for sure. getting there first is definitely the hardest part, but once you start building the routine and you start really seeing results, and then you start feeling better. You know, um, that's everything. It's all mental. It's all a mental game. Agreed. The body and mind are very much connected. Totally. 
I agree. So, uh, so I'm curious, like, what is your whole take? I mean, obviously it's going to be positive, but like mm-hmm. of the Illinois legalization that's going to be happening this January. Was that, oh yeah, it starts yeah. January, like New Year's yeah. Eve into. Yeah, it's January of 2020. It's crazy. We're going back to the roaring twenties. Yeah. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, roaring so... up that smoke. Heck <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's it, it's a little bit. <laughs> Pass the bong. <laughs> it's so massive. <laughs> it's all shades of green and blue. Anyway, sorry guys. We're we're children at heart. Like, <laughs> Grow up, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing. Um, no, but I do want to have like your uh, your take mm-hmm. on like uh, on the whole Illinois. Uh, like, is there anything like you know that maybe it's like what to expect? Mm-hmm. Uh, just being in the industry itself of like you know um, maybe for people because like on paper it's like two senses you know for the for the normies it's just like weed is legal let's get right. high you know and totally. it's like but like what do you know if there's anything we should expect from it in 2020? Um, well, just to give like a general summary, I think uh, it's one of the more progressive cannabis measures in the United States that we've seen. Um, you know, they're uh, giving a, a major emphasis on social equity. So for the communities that have been disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs, they're giving priority access to the licenses, which I think is a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, expunging 770,000 felony marijuana possession convictions is monumental. I think that that is the right direction to go. And, um, I'm so proud of Illinois for doing that. Being from here, you know, you, you hear about all the corruption and, and the politics and F Illinois, this F Illinois, that. Um, but this is something I think they really got right. Uh, and also the fact that they legalized it through the legislature says a lot. They're the first state to do that. Uh, they're the, really? Yeah, that's a big deal. I didn't know that. So you got to... What do you mean by that? So the other 10 states that legalized cannabis recreationally did did so through ballot initiatives, meaning it was the people that mobilized and voted on, on that particular issue on the ballot. Hmm. This was done through the state House of Representatives and uh, state Senate. So they... And the governor, ultimately, who played a, a very significant role. But to say that the government stepped up and said, okay, there's a problem here with cannabis prohibition, and they acted accordingly and legalized it is an amazing step forward right on and other I, states I did not know that other I, states should be following suit that's awesome yeah. that's wisconsin you prude I, I only thought that there was like <laughs> maybe five states that legalized indiana. it Fuck you. Dude, indiana that's crazy that's like on. 10 that's like a fifth of the country oh yeah yeah and then there's 30 plus that have uh medical measures on the books so that's you could nuts. be a medical patient and get it prescribed from that's a doctor. awesome yeah so um basically uh, the first wave of licenses, they're going to issue 75 dispensing organizations. Um, so that means that there will be, in addition to the 55 medical dispensaries that they have online and operating right now, there will be 75 adult use dispensaries by May of 2020. And then they'll come around with a second wave for another 110 um, by December of 2021. So our goal as a company, of course, is to be in that first wave. Of course. And what about the dispensaries that are already popping up? Yep. Uh, and like, they're, I know they're more medical based. Mm-hmm. Would they also be able to, to like, you know... Um, they get priority access. Cool. In the same way that uh, a social equity applicant does. Of course. So what that means is if, and to the social equity point, if you are a minority, 
it has been disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs, and you are a 51% business owner, then, uh, you know, they have a stack of applications, yours goes on top, and they look at yours first. Okay. So that's the idea. And they've, they did it in Massachusetts, too, similarly. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, medical dispensaries and social equity applicants get priority access. All right. So that's great. I didn't. I had yeah. no idea so about are, any of that. What are you like doing in like your little like, you know, with with damn like what are you guys trying to do to get We're, in that first wave? So, um, well, of if you course, can talk about that. I don't yeah, know. yeah, absolutely. It starts with finding a legal counsel that can represent you that's competent, accredited, and and effective. Um, so that's like why I why uh, or what I did today actually. I met with a couple different law firms downtown okay. Chicago and brief introductory meetings just to see if our goals are aligned and if they're really interested. Um, but then from there, you know, you need, you need to meet with communities. You need to meet with, uh, uh, local governments like the municipalities, um, you know, present yourself, host community outreach meetings. Um, and then ultimately you need to secure real estate that is compliant with municipal zoning ordinances. You know, obviously they don't want any dispensaries going in near schools or near parks um, there's certain zoning classes that you have to adhere to. Um, each municipality is different, but ultimately they want to make sure that um, they have control over where these establishments are going for the right reason. Um, so we, you know, we find as many uh, prospective property locations as possible. Um, we apply for the state license, um, which they're going to release the application for in October. Um, and then they should issue that first wave by May of 2020. Um, but that's just what my role has, has been in Massachusetts, which is primarily just community outreach and real estate and licensing, business right development. That's cool. That's so no, that's awesome. It's cool. I mean, it's, it was way over my head at first, and I made a lot of mistakes, but I think that's the way that you learn. Um, oh, dude, are you shitting me? Dude, you kind of like this podcast. That's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Dude, you went out to a farm in Oregon, and now you're in Massachusetts. You're just grinding and grinding, man. Yeah. With a grinder, like like a yeah, bowl. No, literally. Like we get it. Marijuana. <laughs> leave my house without the grinder. Oh, fucking ever. No, man, but your hustle is so cool. Like it's just it's it's insane. I get to explore entrepreneurial tendencies. You know, like the road isn't particularly clear. I get to just make whatever I can of it. You know, yeah. but you're definitely in like just like your company. Mm-hmm. You're definitely seasoned the day on this. Hey, hey. Oh, oh my I see what he God. did there. Yeah, he. So have smooth. you been waiting to say that? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I almost just choked and died. Um, no, but like especially just with like the the currently political climate on everything, dude. Yeah. You are like. It's going to be a big bass when you put your hook in the water, dude. Oh, for sure. It's going to be so good. <laughs> Jim and his metaphors killing it, yeah, dude. dude. I mean, it's, uh, it's an opportunity to make positive social change, which is what I keep coming back to because it really means a lot to me um, on the medical side and on uh, just uh, you know the, this, the paradigm, the, the structure of society, the culture, you know, all these things, they mean a lot to me. Um, you know, less incarceration and more opportunity for business and for economic growth. I think it's a good thing. Awesome. That's so dude, that's cool, dude. fantastic. So if we're lucky enough, if Illinois will have us, we will definitely be hiring and there will be lots of opportunities, Please. cultivation and retail dispensaries 
<laughs> mascots? Mascots? Yeah, hey, we'll need a mascot. PR. <laughs> I need a PR job so bad. No, seriously, marketing, uh, finance, operations. Uh, we'll have a commercial kitchen. We'll make edibles. We'll do all that fun stuff. And there's awesome. so much opportunity. You know what's I, funny is I thought you meant like you'd be filming commercials uh, for TV. Mm-hmm. And you'd, you'd film them in a kitchen. And you'd need <laughs> Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. Just, just a kitchen for filming commercials. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's where we cook the pot. And then it's like, cue me and Jimmy, like. 420, dude. <laughs> so, have you guys ever. It's on Netflix. It's a fantastic show. Which and it, it's a, it's about. It's it's almost like it's a cooking show, but they, they, they specialize in edibles. Really? Like, I've uh, not on, seen this. Oh, it's so funny. It's great. Um,. Did you guys, I forget. Which one what, is it? I'm sorry, I forgot the name. I know that doesn't help. But How'd you okay. bring it up if you didn't know the well, name? Well, it's on Netflix. <laughs> Jeez. Thanks, buddy. No, I've but, just been binge watching Breaking Bad for the oh, second dude. time. So. I, I have to rewatch Jeez, that. Speaking of cooking, my God, it's so oh good. I haven't watched it since it ended. Meth is so, so bad, good. though. <laughs> I love meth. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, John's got great teeth, and he's Dude, very, yeah. yeah he's and they're all not, there. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. No, that's, that's hilarious. So, really quick, I do want to end with uh, with the fun game idea that we had yeah. earlier. Where uh, so I so I want, I'm gonna look at my phone because because mm-hmm. um, there are some leafly.com. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm already I'm, I'm already there. Oh, you get it. Yeah. Wow. So gets it. so do you know do you know some strands at the top of your head like some all right so. Do you, you also think of maybe some like funny ones? Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, so Pat. So I don't know any like I am like weed is weed. That's kind of just like the <laughs> yeah. devil's lettuce, God's cilantro, yep, cabbage, mm-hmm. uh, cabbage fever. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know any like grass, like Leafer? a couple of joints. I don't know. Yeah. Like <laughs> a couple of joints. I don't know the names. You're trying to like it's, get away from a cop. And it's like, what do you got? I'm like, uh, a, a couple of jo- f- a couple of joints. A f- and he's like, it's like you're just like totally like that's definitely just on the nose. What the fuck you have, right? You know? So to names, you know, like I don't know anything. So John and Jimmy are gonna name them, okay, or not name them, and I'm gonna see. If, I'm gonna guess okay. real. Okay, okay. Girl Scout cookies. That's real. Do you name one now? Yeah, I'm gonna name one. So, but that, sh- you should say like right away if it's right or not, right? Is that is that how we do it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool. 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 Okay. Bigfoot taint. Wait, what? Bigfoot taint. Taint. Oh, taint. Jesus, that's not real. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Blues Clues. <laughs> that like that like <laughs> meanders the, the line of truth oh, and not truth. God damn! I'm gonna say not. That is correct. That is not. Is it? Uh, just, oh, it's yeah, not real. I, I don't know why I thought of Blue's Clues, dude. That's, that, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one, right? Oh, it's blue. All right, Bob Saget, OG. <laughs> that's fake. That's real. Is it? That's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, of course, it doesn't tell me what it is exactly. It's just it. It is it, Bob Saget. OG is real. That's amazing. All right. <laughs> Heroana. That's real. Yeah, that's real. Cool. Okay. We had to change the name though, because yeah, Heroana is not not tight. Is that's that like, one of yours? <laughs> sure. Well, we we bought it. Oh, cool. But cool. it was a Afghani cross, so we just called it Afghani. <laughs> <laughs> poochie love poochie love poochie love oh god 
is that uh is that real it is real it is real <laughs> <laughs> what all right this is fun i'm digging this right now okay poontang pink eye what <laughs> That's fucking fake. Yeah, that's fake. <laughs> You're doing really good at this. Okay. All right. Okay. Stormtrooper's Revenge. Oh, wow. That's fake. It is fake. God damn it. Wow. He's really good. That sounded I know. really believable. I know. So I tried, like, some of them, good delivery, Some too. of them yeah. take a second, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do you, do you got one more? Yep. Okay. Obama Kush. <laughs> Obama Kush, bro. Is that real? That's a real one. Damn it's it. delicious. Dude, you it's are delicious. So, He's I, like a hundred percent. Is like so I think you've like only one wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, it's, when it comes he's a popular to, guy. Dude, that's so fun. Okay, and then you, you, you got one more. Yeah, I got one more. Okay. Purple monkey balls. <laughs> that's fake. That's real. <laughs> what? Purple monkey balls. Purple monkey balls. It's like it's like what do you what purple. is purple monkey balls, bro? You I know? want that. Dude, that's so funny. Um, let me dabble. So let me dabble. Dude. Let me dabble in your balls, bro. <laughs> hey, you got those balls, bro? <laughs> We're having too much fun. Uh, all right, man. So, John, dude, uh, d- thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, so, please get uh, any information that we can have mm-hmm. right now. That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. For about, people, for listeners. Uh, yeah, even to yeah. check you guys out. Uh, and also just, you know, like you said, he, he hopefully you're coming to Illinois. Hopefully, yeah. So, if Illinois will have us. Yeah, so um, definitely keep your eyes open for DM, like Carpe DM. Correct. Um, watch Dead, Seize the day. Watch Dead Poet Society, you uncultured swine. And... Um, because that's where I learned it from. Um, Spot on. But uh, yeah, so any plugs or info you'd like to give us? Uh, Instagram, dm.delivers, um, dmcbd.com. That's a big one. We can ship internationally directly to your door within one to three business days. Full spectrum, hemp extract, no THC, you won't get high. Uh, and then secondarily, just hellodm.com. You can read our blogs. Um, yeah, we're excited. They're to very do. nice blogs. Hey, thanks. Jay. I read I read yeah. a couple uh, while I was at work today, and uh, the man. like I said earlier, and um, you're gonna rehear me say this, but yep, uh, yep. Uh, dabs for dads, yes, gifts to give to your stoner father was my favorite blog. I, I'm, there's, there's, uh, they're out there. They're, they're awesome. I love them. Yeah, that was a hit for yeah, sure. That's awesome. But dude, thank that you. That was a hit. That was a hit. <laughs> you get it? It continues. Because you smoke weed. <laughs> so dope. So tight. <laughs> It's endless. We can go on. We're idiots. Um, That's amazing. Oh my god. Uh, my name's Jimmy again. I just want to say real quick. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. dude. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on. I know yeah, you're on a busy you. schedule. Thank you, buddy. You're Thanks for having me. And I'm me, just man. super proud of you. So uh, right back at you. Uh, I, I hope you do come back to Illinois. We'll have to hang out. And if not, I'll have to make a my way out to Massachusetts. Please do, that. man. Such a pleasure being here. This is a, a really good time. A lot Fuck of fun. Yeah, man. Awesome. You guys are awesome. Oh, Thank thanks, you, dude. Appreciate it. Okay, now, I'm so sorry. Now, my name is Jimmy again. My name is Pat Egan. And I'm John DiNovella. All right. And uh, this is Mouth Breather Podcast, episode three of season two. Please like and subscribe, and uh, don't forget to pot on. Yeah, pass that uh, pop drink. Or uh, don't forget to pot on, if you will. <laughs> That's it. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna guess what we talked about on three. We talked about smoking copious amounts of weed. John D. Novella, he came full circle. My monkey balls are feeling kind of purple. What? <laughs> Alaskan Thunderfuck. <laughs> Bob's got herpes? <laughs> Bro science! <laughs> oh, dude. It's gonna be a good day. Dude. Apples, dude. dude, dude. Asexual, bonding. asexual apples, bro. <laughs> oh. <laughs>